Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Listening to Sam in the Morning, only on LA Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the show. Today is Tuesday, May 10th. Wait a minute, May 10th. It is my birthday, folks. Wow. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not telling anybody how old I am. But uh, for, the, for the regular listeners, you probably realized it's a different uh, opening today, a different intro. And if you haven't been listening the past week, uh, Kelsey had to leave us uh, due to unexpected circumstances, personal family issues, and uh, very sad, very sudden, but uh, she had to go, so we're gonna, the show has to go on. Today I'm joined by a beautiful young lady named Cassie. Hi, Cassie. <laughs> Hi, thanks for having me. Great. I'm glad I already made you laugh uh, <laughs> first thing in the morning because it's important. That's what the show is about. It definitely is. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Kelsey. Uh, Kelsey. Cassie, I'm sorry. I'll probably <laughs> do this now. a few times, right? <laughs> you know what I did with Kelsey and our uh, parking attendant is Casey. And I'd always call them, you know, the wrong names and stuff. So It's confusing. My dad gets it wrong all the time. So really? Yeah. <laughs> Your dad does? Yes, he does. <laughs> wow. Why, do you have like sisters with uh, similar names Yeah, or something? I have my sisters, Krista. So Krista, Cassie. Oh, wow. There thing. you go. Yep. And you bo- is it both with K? Yes, both with K. Oh, wow. Is it anybody else in your family with a K? No, my mom uh-huh. just wanted the girls to have the K names. So really? That's, that's yeah. interesting. Yes. So she consciously went for K. Yes, and people think I'm Greek with Cassandra, so, uh-huh. but it's not Greek. I'm it's Italian. Greek. <laughs> yeah, I know. But they think that. Oh, really? Because of the K? Because of the K, yeah. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yes. Yeah. I'm actually like, uh, I guess you could you could say I'm Greek. My my dad was born in Greece. Okay. He was only a year old when they uh, immigrated to Israel. And, uh, you know, so he was just born there, but... I'm not really Greek, you know. I don't consider myself that, but uh, but a certain um, uh, proximity to to them uh, always was part of my life growing up. You know, Greek music and stuff because it was just something that people did, you know, Definitely. way back when. So anyway, so you're not Greek, not Greek. Okay, good. <laughs> just to clarify that, yes. there you just go. That out there. Yeah, that, that that being Greek is bad, you no. know, but it's not. But the K does not indicate Greek for those of you who are not sure. Yes. You know what's funny is that uh, my family. I don't think it was even planned. My parents didn't plan this, but except for my youngest brother, with uh, we're all with S. You know, me oh. and my and my dad and my brother and stuff. So we start with an S. So oh, that's awesome. whatever. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you got planned for your birthday? Um, let's see. What do I have planned? I don't know. I think other people have things planned for me. Ooh, so yeah, family usually, you know, that's the case. I try to enjoy family as much as I can, you know, because there were times when I just lived alone. There was no family around and it really sucked, you know. Yeah, it's lonely. So, yeah, it gets lonely at times. And uh, I mean, I... I moved out here when I was 16 years old from Israel, you wow. know? My parents weren't with me. I moved alone. I'm a it brave was part soldier of, there. <laughs> right? I mean, who sends their kid across the world at 16? But my parents did, and uh, I don't regret it, you know? I mean, it was uh, it was tough at times and stuff, but I never looked back, you know? It was sort of like something that I had to do. I did whatever mm-hmm. it took, 
and I've survived. Now, in fact, next month I'm celebrating 40 years in the United States. Wow, man. that's amazing. So this year I'm celebrating it, celebrating a lot of things, you know, and it's really cool. So, um, yeah, which gives away my age, right? Yes, I okay, just did the math in my mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm 56 years old, folks, today, okay. and I'm not freaking proud one bit. That's you know a solid what? Age. Yeah, you know what? I mean, look, the thing is, is that uh, at this age, a lot of people say, "Well, yeah, you have a lot of wisdom, a lot of experience," which is true. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you realize, like, I wish I'd been born. Uh, with everything that I know now when I was a kid, you uh-huh. know, you could enjoy life so much more, you Definitely. know. Definitely. <laughs> Bypass a lot of the, the, the exactly. nonsense. Exactly. And the stupid things right? we do at, at our, in our teens. But, uh, but it doesn't work like that, of course. So, um, so yeah, the experience is there. But you know what? I'm not ready to be old, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't... I mean, in my mind, I'm still 25 years old. I mm-hmm. hang out with younger people all the time, you yes. know, and and things like that. And I still think of myself, you know, if you don't look yourself in the mirror, you go, well, I'm still that 16-year-old kid mm-hmm. in many ways, you know. So that's cool. You know, I have the young spirit. I could, uh, in fact, I'm the one least complaining to come up the stairs here right. every morning. Right, I know. Right. <laughs> I mean, for <laughs> I'm the one sweating over here and I'm right. the young one. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> so the elevator's been out for about two and a half weeks already. Already, they're replacing the elevator, which is a good thing because this elevator was the joke of the town. <laughs> you know, people just like complaining. I mean, if you just missed the elevator at the lobby, you probably had to wait five minutes till it finally got to you. You know, oh, no. with everybody stopping it at every floor and stuff. And how can you live like that? You know, so finally, I think they succumb to this and they realize that people can't deal with this, and they decided to replace or majorly upgrade it. And uh, so it's only a matter of a few more days, hopefully. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I know. So you came at the end of the storm. But, <laughs> I did. But I I'm didn't doing get this. Trapped uh, in there. <laughs> you know, and, and, and I mean, I'm, I'm hardly in shape. You know, I don't work out at all, you know, and, and things like that. I sit a lot, which is not good. Um, you know, I, I try. I, I mean, I have a bike, so I go biking sometimes and things like that. But, but I don't really work on my health and stuff. And yet, mm-hmm. I'm the one that comes up here. I run up the stairs, and you know what? I don't huff and puff like people do. <laughs> I was breathing a little heavier this morning, but still not huffing and puffing. I mean, for me, it's more the legs because yes. you know, from sitting a lot, mm-hmm. you don't use a lot of muscles in your legs, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And then you go up the stairs, you realize, God, I have all these muscles, right? And I haven't used them. Like, whoops, <laughs> right? Didn't do that biceps and triceps and all this stuff and and your knees and your wow you know it's it's a big deal but if anything i learned from this is we got to stay in motion all the time you know the human body is like that yeah definitely it's it's super important yeah so uh it was uh mother's day weekend we talked a little bit about that Mm -hmm. Uh, so you li- you living away from home? You live you moved here, right? Yes, I came from Sonoma County. I was born and raised in Sonoma County, so I grew up there, and I that's loved here it. in California, right? Yes, is that like considered central or northern California? Northern California. Northern it's like about California. hour hour forty five minutes from San Francisco north. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So I didn't realize it was there. So now that's beautiful country, right? Yes, very beautiful. A lot of lot of animals. So I grew up doing a lot of animal rescue. Really? Yes. So you're into animals still, I'm sure, right? Yes, huge in animals. When I came to L.A. and there were no cows, it was a little alarming. (laughs) (laughs) A little bummed. But, you know, my sister sends me pictures of animals all the time. Really? Yes. (laughs) So 
<laughs> I know it's different. And then you move here and it's all concrete, right? Right. It's all concrete <laughs> yeah. in a lot of buildings. So yeah. <laughs> very different. And a lot of cars, too. My God, you know. A ton of cars. I mean, you want to talk about cars. The, uh, I mean, they haven't even announced the, uh, the new Tesla. And already you've seen them on the road here, right? you know. Because here, everybody has to have everything first and the, the nicest new. and everything. Mm-hmm. Because, look, with, with 4 million people, you want to stand out. People want to stand out. Mm-hmm. They want to say, hey, here I am. See me, you know. Definitely. So they do anything that it takes, you know. Right. And that's why cars are important in L.A. because it's like your clothes, you know. Exactly. It's like <laughs> you your know? identity. Kind Nobody's of walking, right? you know. <laughs> Nobody's walking. <laughs> yeah, no. I know. So cool. So, uh, so you grew up in Sonoma County. Did you uh, did you go to school? I mean, did you go to college or anything? Um, or? Yeah, I went to college at Loyola Marymount down here, actually. So I went to school out here, and I've really loved it. It's definitely been a good place for me to kind of venture out. Cool. What what made you uh, decide on this university? You know, I kind of was toying between Pepperdine and LMU, and at the last second, I was like LMU. So I really? just did it. Yeah, I don't know. Because Pepperdine why. is beautiful, it right? It is. It is beautiful, but it just like it was something in me. It was like LMU is the place to be. So really? I did, and I loved it. The area and like being in Marina del Rey, I, mm. I lived out there, and that was just a great place to be. In Venice, there's so much action. So that's true. It is at a good location, right? Yeah, it's a perfect location. Wow! Wow! It's it's funny, but yeah, I mean, they have in these locations like Malibu and all these places, they even have like rehab places. That mm-hmm. That's how L.A. this place is, you right? know? <laughs> so L.A. But those are beautiful areas, you know? And uh, so it's it's nice to go to school and see the, the, the ocean. Right? It is. It's right? beautiful. It's such a treat. Wow. So you're fortunate to do that. I definitely was. Uh, and what did you take in school? Um, I did theater arts, and that was really, really fun. I got to do a lot of improv classes, which is like my go-to thing, so I got mm. to play with a lot of different characters. So that was definitely probably my biggest thing. And there was a lot of like really good um, religious classes they had you take. So you're really well-rounded when you come out of LMU. And also like business math. So they have you really doing mm. stuff. My dad was happy I took some business math because, you know, my sister is into the finance thing. Me, not so much. Definitely no, the huh? theater arts. So it was good. Good. Yeah. good. So your sister is into finance stuff? Yeah. Wow, my sister huh? is kind of working on uh, doing kind of the Edward Jones thing is kind of her new her new route. So she's excited. What's the Edward? Jones thing? Um, it's kind of a financial advisor, that kind of thing. So it's oh. kind of a new thing in the works for her. So hopefully really? I didn't spill anything, sister. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole world just heard. Right. Oops. But that's okay. <laughs> Nobody else good, knows. Yeah. Know, take her advice. She's good. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Is she older or younger than uh, you? We're a year and a half apart, actually. So we're super close. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's really nice. It makes it really fun. We all banter back and forth as a family. So it's really fun. So you grew up together pretty much. Yes, Close in age, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I think a year, a year and a half between kids is 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 perfect, you know? Mm-hmm. Sometimes people wait two years, three years. I don't know. With, with mine, we waited about three years. Uh, and it's still good. They still grow up together. Although there's still a certain point in their lives where they start fighting a lot because, mm-hmm. you know, the older <laughs> one becomes like a teen and the other one's still a kid. And, you know. Yeah, definitely. So there's some conflict and stuff. But, um, but that's cool. So you have... Uh, uh, just one sister? Just one sister. Uh-huh. And then um, my mom and my dad, and my dad and mom were all really into fitness. So my dad's a big mountain bike racer. So really? We get to, yeah, we, cool. we back up to a really cool... Um, 
state park, so we get to do a lot of mountain bike racing and biking. I try to keep up with my dad, but it's not really? gonna, it's not in the cards for no. me. No, but you like it. I mean, you got into it, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's really fun to bike around, so it keeps everyone in shape, so it's good. Yeah, I know. Mountain biking is hard, though, right? Oh, my gosh. It's insane. My yeah. dad will do anywhere from like 20 miles to 100 miles of either road racing or mountain bike racing, and it's insane. These people, Up to 100 miles? It's crazy, wow. and they're climbing like steep. We went to Leadville, Colorado. Uh-huh. And they did um, a mountain bike race there, and that was insane, and it was super, wow. super crazy. Yeah. Wow. I mean, 100 miles, if you ride at, like, what, 25 miles an hour, mm-hmm. 30, mm-hmm. right? Wow, that's hours of, of nonstop. Yeah, and he's booking it. I mean, they are, not, they are fast, so yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, so he's got, like, powerful legs oh, by now. his legs are beautiful. Yeah, right? <laughs> Way better than mine will probably ever be. But, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. It's super, super fun to watch him, and he's in great shape. So it's good motivation as a, a young girl to see, you know, your dad. Yeah, no, great absolutely. Shape. Great. Uh, in a couple of minutes, I, I forgot to uh, tease this, but in a couple of minutes, we're going to have a guest calling in. We're going to talk about conquering stress. So that sounded pretty relevant. I thought we'd have a call in. So any moment now. Um, so yeah, biking. I uh, I got a bike uh, recently. and But for me, it's like I can't... Look, I'm, I, I go on the beach. I enjoy riding to Venice from Santa Monica and mm-hmm. all that stuff. But that's cruising. Yeah, you know? cruising. That's not, <laughs> yeah. It still gets you in nice shape, but yeah. it's it's cruising. Yes. It's not going 20 to Not killing miles. yourself, no. no. <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking. So I, I'm trying to find some uh, biking groups like on Meetup and stuff. Oh, uh-huh. But it seems like most of me, even the beginners are like, oh, we're going to go like 10 miles or something. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No way. I can barely do two. Right? You know, what is it? <laughs> I know. So. I'm huffing and puffing on the stationary bike. Even if I do like two miles, it's a struggle. So, yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Have you come up my way, like to San Francisco area? Do you ever visit there? Uh, I have uh, visited San Francisco a few times. I was in Silicon Valley okay. uh, for a little bit. And then I've been up really north, north, north even of you, uh, which is, you know where uh, Chico is, right? Chico, yes. Yeah, so near Chico, there's a place called Paradise. I have a couple of friends living there. A small town, probably a small town like you came from, uh, but no cows or anything, you know, okay. they kind of <laughs> live in the woods, but it's uh, it's really nice, you know, so I've been no- north to California, but never to Sonoma County, and that's one of the destinations I wanted to check out. Yeah, because you definitely That's like it. wine country, right? It is. Have you heard of Lagunitas Brewery, the beer? Mm-mm. Oh, that's like, that is good that's stuff. Where it's, you gotta, it happens you gotta there. check that out. Yes, that's the magic happens there. It's wow, good. very yeah. cool. I'm surprised you didn't go to like Humboldt or something, I right? I know, right? I that's a lot to, closer to you. I know. I kind of wanted to venture out though. So, yeah, that's a know. good thing to do. Go far. I mean, my, uh, my son is in San Francisco going to school now and uh, I think it's good. It helps you mature and stuff when you go away it does. right it definitely you realize does. like he's like you know what i realized suddenly it's like nobody's good gonna do the dishes for me if i don't do mm-hmm. them they're just gonna build up in the sink <laughs> they're just gonna stare at me for a week yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> so you learn to be responsible you know and yeah. i think that's important definitely it definitely is it's a huge growing when going away from your family yeah awesome for those of you just joining us i'm talking to cassie who's uh sitting here uh from sonoma county in Northern California, I'm sure a lot of people have heard of Sonoma because it's in, it's it is on wines and stuff, right? Yeah. I'm no wine drinker, but 
you know, when you're in California, you know that Sonoma is wines. Right? Yeah. That, do you like wine? Do you drink wine? I love wine, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. I it like, seems like a woman thing, it though, is, don't you It think? is. I think so. I like Pinot Grigio. I'm starting to really, really like that. So Yeah? yeah. What's that? Like the white wine. Like I Oh, just, okay. Yeah, it's like a lighter wine, and it's like really good, really chilled, and it's mm. kind of a nice summer drink, so I'm really into that. Nice. Yeah. Nice, yeah. I'm not that into wine at all. I mean, in fact, I don't know many men that are into wine. But it seems like a feminine drink. Mm -hmm. And uh, many women uh, will say, yeah, I go home, I'll have a a glass of wine Mm -hmm. or whatever. You know, it's like, okay. Exactly. It's nice. It's relaxing. It's a good way to like settle down. Yeah, right. (laughs) A nice nice mellow buzz. Exactly. Yeah. It's a good one. I know. So, um, cool. Uh, I wanted to, uh, well, I don't know where our guest is, but she'll probably call in any minute. Uh, I hope that they know that they're calling us, I'm sure. Because sometimes there's that confusion. Oh, right. You know, but that's okay. No big deal. So uh, let's talk about some things that are happening. You know what's funny is I was watching a movie last night. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how I found it. It was on Amazon with Rodney Dangerfield. Do you know who he is? Not too okay, much. yeah. <laughs> Not too much. I don't know him at all. Yeah. No, because he's dead now, okay? Okay. But he was such a funny comedian. He was an older guy. And such a funny comedian and um, ugly as hell, right? <laughs> so, and funny, funny as hell too. So he used to be a stand-up comic and then he got into movies and all that. In fact, they said he only got into comedy late in his life, like in his 50s or something. He was like a... a uh, uh, a siding salesman or something, whatever sidings are, like in the windows, whatever, but aluminum sidings, that's what it was. And so he was like a salesman, you know, and uh-huh. then suddenly he's like, uh, okay, why are they calling me here? They call me in my cell phone, whoever that is. Uh, I hope it's nothing <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Sometimes that happens. Everything happens. But, uh, but no, at any reason, a lot of people are calling to wish me happy birthday, so uh, that could be that too. Because I usually I, I get irritated when people call me during the show. But no, here we go. I think our guest is oh, calling perfect. in. So we're going to be joined by Kimberly Palm. Kimberly, are you on the line with us? Yes, I am. I am so sorry. I had information that you were calling me. Uh, okay, great. So were you listening to the show and knew that you're supposed to call us? Uh, no, no you just not. you just guessed. Okay, cool. Well, I'm glad you called us because uh, it's much easier for us to take the calls rather to, than to make them. So, oh, okay. Kimberly, welcome to the show. Where are you calling us from this morning? Seattle, Washington. Seattle. Wow, yeah. I love Seattle. Have you been to Seattle? No, I haven't. I've always wanted to go, though. Awesome. So, by... by uh, by the way, uh, Kimberly, uh, I have uh, Cassie here with me. So just so you know who you're talking to while we, uh, we ask you a few questions about conquering stress. Okay. Okay. So uh, tell us, uh, other than being an author, what is it that you do? I am an internationally known stress uh, expert, life and health coach, and motivational speaker, and um, pretty much that's it. I'm a, mo- a mom full time. I've got two teenage kids. Oh. And, oh. And, <laughs> so yeah. you get your hands full. Yes. Awesome. So, uh, and and how long have you been doing this? Uh, like building your career and, and stress and conquering stress and, and oh wow, and a long well, time. I've 
been yeah, I've been studying about it for 28 years. Wow. My book is actually my book, Conquering Stress: The Real Fountain of Youth, is based on 28 years of research and practice. And then I've been coaching people probably most of my life, but but, but officially I've been coaching people full time for six years now in the areas of stress and health and, and life issues. Yeah, and how did you become interested in that? You know, honestly, 28 years ago, I was misdiagnosed by a physician, and at that um, aha moment, I realized that I need to be in charge of my own health because doctors are humans and they do not have all the answers. Mm -hmm. And I started studying on how to heal my own body, and it happened over and over again where physicians would let me down and let me down and let me down. And years later now, I realize it's because 90% of physicians are burned out and they don't learn anything about stress in medical school. And 98% of illness is actually caused by stress that we create for ourselves. And 2% of illness is stress you inherit through uh, DNA, through your genetics. So what happened is um, seven years ago, I had um, everything I do in my life is what I call kind of spiritually guided or, you know, guided by um, source. And um, I just had one of these moments where God spoke to me or I was, you know, heard this, what they call that small inner voice that said, you know, this is what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be helping people. I'd spent years and years and years studying how to heal myself. And I was giving free advice to friends and neighbors and relatives all the time about how to heal yourself. And it was just, you know, seven years ago, it was like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be a healer. I'm supposed to be helping, you know, people, teaching people as a teacher how to heal themselves. And um, so that kind of launched me into into my business. I went back to school and I got certified as a uh, level two Reiki practitioner and mindfulness uh, and meditation instructor and started my company out teaching that stuff to people and, and coaching and, and, and doing everything. Sounds good. How, how can people find out more about your company and your services? They can find out more about me at kimpalm.com. Really easy. It's my name abbreviated. My name is Kimberly, but Kim, kimpalm.com. So P-A-L-M, like a palm tree. Right. And it has my book, my book there, my speaking um um, I, you know, list and any kind of events going on, any services I offer, they can get a consult there. They can get a free gift there as well. They can sign up and get a free gift. So that's pretty much it. That's Sounds awesome. Good. I saw you have the peace system. What's that about? Like, are you hoping to put that in schools or kind of where's your goal with that? So <clears throat> the peace system was given to me um, at, at, oh, about five and a half years ago. I was literally woken up in the middle of the night with this voice you know, that inner voice again saying, you're going to take everything, you know, that you've been doing with people and get it out to the world. And then, and I didn't come up with the name. The name was given to me and the name, the peace system, it's a peace stress management system, it's P-E-A-C-E with dots. It stands for physical stress, emotional stress, chemical environment, because in my years of research, I found that there are four major groups of stress, and that's physical, emotional, chemical, and environmental stress. And then those are broken down into thousands of categories. And so when I'm coaching people, I'm using my peace system. I'm giving them uh, an uh, assessment that are my peace assessment that looks at all everything. It looks at their exposure to chemicals and toxins. It looks at their diet and exercise. It looks at their uh, emotions. It looks at their environment at home and at work and when they're traveling and when they're driving. You know, I even cover driving stress in my book, actually. It's a big issue for people. It's a big in L.A. But, um, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I have a whole section about driving stress, and sleep is another one that's a big issue for people, which I cover in my book. But, um, but yeah, the peace uh, system, according to every physician that's ever looked at my program, they say that it's the most comprehensive program and book, the book as well, that they have ever read or seen uh, on stress. And um, one person said he'd read hundreds of books on stress, and that this one topped all of them. So, so basically, it's your guidebook for how to live longer, happier, and healthier while you're on this this planet. And that's what the the peace program is. And I've introduced the program in the book. Yeah, so. sounds good. Uh, for those of you just joining us, we're talking to Kimberly Palm. Uh, the book is Conquering Stress: The Real Fountain of Youth. Um, what does it mean by the real fountain of youth? What did you mean by that? I mean, is like stress something that comes later in life or, you know? No. <clears throat> Actually, you have stress not only from the second you're born, but also um, even before you're conceived because you can get stress through epigenetics, through your DNA, and that's according to uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton, uh, who's the top uh, cellular biologist in the world, his research into the biology of belief book that he wrote. He did 15 years of research at Stanford. And what they find out is that we get stress, you know, from our ancestors directly in our DNA. But stress affects you literally from the minute you're conceived. Yeah. And, um, you know, because there's all kinds of different types of stress. There's environmental stress, there's chemicals, there's toxins. People think stress is just emotional, but stress is not emotional. I've defined stress as being anything tangible or intangible that harms your body, mind, or spirit. So <clears throat> it, it, it could be bad diet, it could be lack of exercise, it could be your parents fighting when you were in the womb. Uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton actually played a movie uh, when I went to see him speak, and it was an Italian couple fighting with a baby in the womb, and they had an ultrasound monitor going, and the baby was just going crazy. Wow. Because um, <laughs> even when you're in the womb, you're actually subjected to stress. So, so stress is affecting everyone on this planet. It's a pandemic. And the fountain of youth is because if you want to live longer, you have to learn how to manage all the areas of stress because of 98% of illness being caused by stress you create. If, if you don't do this, you're going you're gonna to die prematurely, basically, according to the World Health Organization. Wow. So, so that's why it's the fountain of youth. Yeah, very important. Uh, so the stress management system is called PEACE, P-E-A-C-E, uh, mm -hmm. and you put it together, uh, heal your mind, body is the is the motto on your website. And you guys can find out more by going to kimpalm.com, P-A-L-M.com. And, uh, I mean, there's seminars, retreats. Uh, yeah, you, you took your time with this website. You got a lot of stuff on here. Uh, you provide <laughs> pri private coaching as well. Uh, how can, uh, I mean, do you do this like also like uh, with people remotely, I would imagine, yeah. probably? Yes. Right? I, I have clients in Australia, I have clients in Scotland, I have clients in Singapore. I work with people all over the world. I, I work over Skype um, when I'm doing coaching, and when I'm speaking, I fly all over the world to speak. So oh, wow. yeah. if anyone wants to book me anywhere on the planet, you know, they just have to do it, and, and that's it. Yeah. So. Now, uh, you know, on conquering stress, can you give us a couple tips before we read the book yeah. as to how to get a little more calm and relaxed? Yes, we need that. <laughs> I can give you what I call my top five stress hacks if uh -huh. you're interested. Okay, let's hear um, them. 
my top five stress hacks are number one, what I call slack time. And that is basically you need to put yourself down on your calendar every day to take 30 minutes to an hour to just do something very calming. It could be read a book, take a hot bath, go for a walk, have a, have a beer with a buddy. It just has to be something that, that gets your mind off of your problems in your life, you know, your work and your issues. A lot of people don't take time for themselves. You know, they just go, 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 go. And that is why they're so stressed. So you need to take chillax time every day to just chill out, relax, you know, do, do something that, that makes you feel good and makes you feel calm. And, you know, the second thing is practicing mindfulness every day. And that's basically the art of present moment awareness. It's, you know, not, putting the replay button on your thoughts or the fast forward. It's just being in the present moment, focusing fully on what is happening right now the second. It's the biggest thing you can do for stress because most people get stressed out because their, their brain is, you know, going replaying all of the events of the day or replaying all the, the bad things that happened in the past or they're worrying about the future, you know, worry, worry, worry. Oh, my gosh, i got to go be here at this time and that time. And that is what puts your body into fight or flight mode. So if yeah, you right. just immediately pull yourself to the present moment, that's going to um, change that. <clears throat> and then my my third one is getting more sleep. Um, all of the studies show that you need seven to eight hours of sleep every night if you're an adult. And if you don't, you basically die early. You get diabetes, wow. you gain weight, you have problems, it affects your brain. Mm-hmm. And, and it's important to sleep because your body actually heals itself while you're sleeping. Right, it renews so, itself. I know, I feel that way. I mean, did you notice refreshed. sometimes... Sometimes you'll go to bed sick and you get up and you're okay in the morning, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yes, refresh. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Yeah, and the fourth one is change your perceptions. You need to start having your glasses being full, not empty. There are no such thing as failures or bad experiences. There's only learning experiences in your road of life. So if everything that happens to you, instead of looking at it, oh, my God, it's so horrible, instead look at it as, okay, something's happened. It's an opportunity for me to learn. What am I supposed to learn here, and how can I um, turn it into lemonade? You know, How can I help other people? with what I'm learning or how can I make sure I don't do this again instead of just going all ballistic and you know freaking out about everything so you need to change your perceptions and the, the way you look at things uh, and then my last um, five, a top five stress hack is laugh and have fun every day you know act like a kid smile laugh watch some comedy watch some old Robin Williams flicks um, right. You know, watch Ellen DeGeneres or somebody like that. There's a lot of amazing comedians out there. You know, sit and watch a YouTube, uh, a Vine or something on YouTube and just laugh. Laughter right. is the best medicine. Or go have fun. Go fly a kite on the beach with your two-year-old. Right. Or build a sandcastle. You know, do something goofy. Do something silly. Just laugh and have fun every single day. And, and those are my top five biggest stress hacks. That sounds great. I mean, I'm going to try and practice those. I mean, I do already practice a couple of them. I got to tell you, I don't sleep enough. But last night, I went to sleep at midnight and got up at 8. And I felt great. I'm feeling great, you know. And it's much easier to wake up, you know. It's almost like uh, Mm -hmm. you start waking up at least for me, halfway naturally, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like when the clock mm-hmm. goes, you're already half awake. So I think that's a good place to be. Definitely. As far as, as sleep, right? 
Definitely. And the study I just read yesterday said the best hours to sleep are between 10 and 6. If you get to bed by 10 and you wake up at 6, yeah, I'd love that. that's the perfect time. I know, I'd love that. Sleep. But my day, my evening just starts at 10 o'clock. <laughs> 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 yeah, but, but I do find, I do find uh, time to relax and read. I mean, for me, reading is the most important thing I can do during the day. So I always yes. find time for it, okay. you know. And awesome. yeah, and it, you know, even if I read nonfiction stuff, it still relaxes me because, uh, like you said, you know, you don't think about anything else other than what you're, what you're doing at the moment, which is not stressful. Mm-hmm. You know, right? Yeah, uh, Kimberly Palm, uh, tell people where they can find you, how they can get a hold of you, get private coaching, or uh, I imagine yeah. I imagine you do this for companies as well, corporations. Yeah. To, uh, yep. Yeah, to sure do employee stress management. In fact, employ- employers are losing $300 billion a year in the U.S. Wow. alone wow. to stressed out employees. That's according to the World Health Organization. So, right. so, yes, I do employee stress. I speak. I help anybody, any any person's a client for me who wants to improve their life, and they can find out more on kimpalm.com and sign up for a consultation. Right now I'm offering a special $750 consult for $125. Uh So if they go and do that, that's a limited time only. So if they sign up now, they can get $750 worth of my time for $125. Wow. 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 Amazing. Heal heal Your Mind Body. The website is kimpalm.com and you can find out more on her website. Get the book. Uh, Tell us about the book again. The title is? Conquering Stress, The Real Fountain of Youth. There you go. And uh, Kim, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you. Sure, very interesting. Everybody go out, get the book, Conquering Stress. You can't go wrong reading about this stuff. Remember those tips. Yeah, there you go. The five (laughs) stress hacks. All right, Kimberly, thank you so much for your time this morning and all the best to you. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Kathy. Thank I appreciate you. it. Bye bye. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Bye bye. So there you go. We learned something new today. That was awesome. Good right? tips to know. Definitely. Yeah. yeah now we can uh, stop stressing out on over everything and uh, like the elections, right? Right. Yeah. Don't stress <laughs> out over the elections, folks, because it's pretty much predetermined already, right? right? It yeah. Is. I know. Are you a yeah. big stressor? Or are you kind of? Uh, you know what? I, I used to be stressed out a lot, but uh, I've calmed down over the years, which is good. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, in, in my 30s, 20s and 30s, I was like fire, you know. And I mean, I remember my kids would be in the car with me. They were really young and I'd get like road rage, you know. I mean, I would. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't funny at the time. They were scared, you oh, know. No. And I th- they were scared to see me getting getting mad. Yeah. You know, and uh, so that was terrible, you know, and I think that kind of grounded me a little bit Definitely. and made it re- made me realize that, you know, I got to calm down a little bit. So uh, so now what I do is I do things uh, consciously mm-hmm. to to keep me away from stress. Like, mm-hmm. for example, uh, you know, I could probably get a nice house on the other side of the valley if I wanted to. But. Uh, but I'm not going to take the freeways every day mm-hmm. because that would make me crazy. That would yes. make me stressed all the time. Mm-hmm. So what I do is I avoid avoid these things, mm-hmm. you know. So I live like a mile from here. I don't have to get on the freeway. It's very fast. Uh, 
other things in my life I do in the same way, you know, mm-hmm. where I don't get stressed. I got a, uh, uh, I mean, the business I've started, uh, I mean, I'm busy a lot, but mm-hmm. it's not really stressful. Yeah. You definitely. know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So that's what you got to do. You got you to gotta find out what your temperament is. And, and ways to eliminate the stress. Yeah, and live accordingly. You know, you don't want to, if, if you're high strung, you don't want to be on the freeway a lot. You don't want to no. be, you know. <laughs> you definitely don't. Yeah, you know. We're sitting in traffic like Cassie and I were talking about sitting here on Coldwater Canyon in the morning. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're driving, you're not driving, you're parked pretty much the whole way. It takes what, like I think over, I think it takes 45 minutes to get through the canyon yes. in the morning. It's crazy. It's really, and people do this, folks. I mean, that's L.A., you know. People work so far from where they live. Mm-hmm. You have to commute, and all you hear is the horns. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And, and then I, I imagine coming from where you did, this was pr- pretty much a cultural oh, shock to was, you, right? it was crazy with all the different freeways. I had like a panic attack every time I would <laughs> really? get on a freeway. Oh, yeah, God. because we had only one freeway. And mm-hmm. here there's like six, and it's crazy, and you're merging, and like, oh gosh. I know, and six lanes each way, eight lanes each way. And... Right? It's insane. It's yeah, a whole it's different crazy. animal. Right. But at least you chose like a low-stress university, right? Yes, I did. <laughs> well, actually, you would be surprised. In really? the parking lot, like, uh-huh. those people went like 90. Like, it was crazy. Like, you really? had always have to be like on alert because people were fast in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, it's but college but, kids, you know. Right. Yeah, but you were at a, at a nice, peaceful location, Definitely. right? Definitely. So that uh, was peaceful. You could walk outside and enjoy it. Yeah, yes. I mean, shit. You know, you go and you read by the by the ocean and stuff. Get ready for your exam or something. Right? Yeah, it can't be bad. No, not you at sure all. know how to live. Let me tell you. Right, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Living it up over yeah, here. Yeah, keep it up. Yeah. <laughs> you got to do it, right? <laughs> yeah. You cool. Enjoy it. Yeah. It's so, uh, so you moved here how long ago? Um, it's been two and a half years. I've been here. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, I mean, had you been here before at all? Did um, you know what was... I had family in Ventura, so... Right. Um, but I've you didn't know what LA. LA was like, right? Not too much, no. Yeah. So, coming down here was definitely different. Like, the dating's different, the friends are different. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah, huge, right? but it's so fun. It's yeah. really fun. Cool. So, I mean, is it like... Um, is it hard dating in LA, or is it tricky, uh, or what is it? It is it's really fun, but you know, it, it's a lot to juggle. I mean, I like call up my parents and my dad's already like stressed out for me because I'm trying to juggle different people. And, you know, it's a lot of fun. You wow. can date, you know, actors, you can date uh, like baseball players, hockey players, old men. I mean, you got the selection here, you know, so it's, it's fun. Anything goes in L.A., it right? It really does. And you got to explore it all to find out what you like. So. That's true. Yeah. And that's the thing, folks, is that in L.A., you are, you know, I always say, you know, you grow up in a small town, you're like gorgeous, you're beautiful, you're like everybody tells you you should be a model, you should be an actress, mm-hmm. and then everybody comes to a lane, they realize everybody looks like you. Right? You and know, everybody's right, beautiful, yeah. and everybody's awesome, and everybody's attractive, and then you go, wow, I have so much to choose from. <laughs> right? Yeah, and then like, becomes a problem, though, because people just move on so quickly. So you know? quickly. That's how you got to be kind of like dating multiple people, which I've never done before until I came here kind of dating other people at once <laughs> everyone's like oh she's cute she's cute so, right you know. and you're like yeah i'll go with all of them who right? cares right <laughs> <laughs> so it's definitely got to be on your game here right but i'm, I'm sure uh looking the way you do and being sweet and nice and everything oh, i'm you. sure a lot of doors open for you right definitely yeah i mean definitely. you can go out you don't have to spend a dime no i don't right <laughs> 
you can take you can take vacations. You don't right? have to spend a dime. You can. There you go. You know, I mean, it opens doors for you. It is. It's a there whole you different thing. And you got to know how to use it. You know, and this is it. You know, in your twenties, yeah, you, you learn how it. to use it. Yep, you do. Exactly. You set yourself up here. Yeah, it's it's a talent. It's it's a gift. And, <laughs> it sure and is. And you got to do it. You know, I mean, you know, it's a, I mean, does it happen with you when you post pictures and you get like two hundred likes or something? Yes. Yeah. You yeah. Got a lot of likes time, on right? Instagram. Yep. You got people who are like doing the direct messaging on Instagram. Right. That's all fun. It's really fun. You like the attention. I do. I enjoy it. It's a good time. Yeah. As opposed to attention from the cows and the sheep. Exactly. Folks. Right. The animals are great to an extent, but you know, you gotta you gotta find some good guys here. Yeah, that's true. So I mean, so have you filled that animal thing with uh, with pets? Do you have any pets? No, I don't have any pets here. That's been one thing I really. I've been kind of really wanting a cat or a dog, but mm. I'm trying to hold off just because, you know, I'm not there all the time. So yeah. I feel like it's not really fair to the animal. And plus, being locked in an apartment, I mean, that's not really Yeah, that that's great. not cool. But it would be nice to come home to something or someone to say you don't have to talk to yourself, you know. That's, <laughs> a, that's always a perk, but um, so you don't seem crazy. Yeah. But I get a lot of entertainment. Like, I'm backed up to my neighbor and I hear all his music and his TV. So I've got some action going on right next door. So that's good. <laughs> So, so it's never boring. It's never huh? too quiet. No, yeah. so that's always good. That's cool. Yeah. And you live by yourself. You don't have roommates no, or anything. I don't that's have cool. Roommates. Yeah. Yeah. So you have privacy, but then at the same time, yeah, you come back to an empty house. Exactly. Right? I kind of dodged the bullet of having like those terrible stories with the roommates. Uh, good for you. you know, good for you. Didn't want to go down that road. No, don't go down down that road. That's something more for teens who are just getting out of the house or something, right. but not you know, yeah. You don't want to do that. No, you don't want to do that at all. So, I mean, do you use like dating apps and things like that too? You know too? what? Do like, they... a lot of my friends are on like Tinder and like something called Coffee and Donut. Have you ever heard of that? No, I, I don't know. I guess that, one, that one's supposed to be really good. I like donuts, so that uh-huh. name got me into it. Whoa. But that's supposed to be a really good one. But no, I usually use Instagram. Instagram or when I'm out at the nightclubs. That's so that's how you people. connect with people. Yes. Yeah, there you go. You see, you don't have to. And I, I bet people hit on you all the time anywhere yeah. you go, right? <laughs> that's happened. LA here. It actually happened to me with my locksmith. I got locked out of my house <laughs> and he was hitting on me. And I was like, Whoa. you've got to be kidding me. You're yeah. a professional to like break into my apartment. I mean, and they do that. <laughs> Uber drivers. Uber, and, yep. Yeah, anywhere. I mean, people are like on the make, on the move all the time here. They are. They're animals. Right? And it's good. <laughs> yeah, it is good. I mean, you get the attention. That's what I mean. You know, right? if you like attention, that's where you come and uh, yeah but you, you soak can, it up yeah yeah exactly yeah. that's awesome so what are some of the places you go out to I mean do you go to bars clubs I do, do it you, all I yeah? like to go to a lot of clubs I have my friends who I go to the clubs and they're more of the crazy girls and then I have like some girls that I go to the bars with and it's just more low key so we right. go a lot in like um, off of Sunset like One Oak I don't know if you've heard of that or Bootsy mm-hmm. Bellows is a nice nightclub and um, yeah, we just hit like Pearls is a nice bar or Maya. I mean, there's some really fun places to go. There's yeah, not right? a shortage and, of that. Yeah, in Hollywood, West Hollywood, yes, those exactly. places. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. So now, when uh, so what are the clubs like th- these days? I mean, what is it like Ooh. dancing most? <laughs> or Some of it's dancing. It's, it's just really clustered in there. So you got to yeah, be right? like in the mood to socialize because right. you can't be like, mm, no, I'm not. But isn't this. it like too loud to Yeah, you talk can't really to talk. Anything? So yeah. people try and talk to me. It's like, it's not going to happen, buddy. But Right. I'll just smile at you and act like I know what you're saying, but I really don't. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> so how do you like connect with anybody? You go outside and talk to them or Sometimes, something? Sometimes, or they'll like give me their phone and like you know put mm. your number in or that kind of thing, and then they'll text you later. But that often doesn't work because then you can't really remember exactly what they look yeah, like. Yeah, who it who was. Yeah, out like, of I the hundred guys. Hear, yeah, I'm like I didn't even hear. 
hear your name, so I'm not sure which one you are, but thanks for that. Oh, so, my God. You, know. you see, and that's the thing. That's what people don't understand. I think the same thing happens on dating sites and mm-hmm. dating apps. It's like the beautiful women get all the attention, mm-hmm. and 95% of the women don't. But what happens is the ones that do get the attention get like a 1,000 exactly. messages a day. Yeah. And, and so... You don't have a chance with them anyway. Who are they going to choose, you know? If I was a woman and I got a hundred things, I'd just say, fuck the whole thing. I right? don't want to deal with it. I'm, not, I'm over it. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah exactly. That's so exactly then, what happens. Yeah, you know, so it's it's crazy. But, um, but yeah, people have to understand you can't go for the most beautiful every time and expect a response, you know? Right. It just doesn't happen this way. People don't think about it. No, they don't. But... but uh, but the life of a beautiful woman is different from the life of an ordinary person. Mm-hmm. It's more like a celebrity, right? It is. You yeah. can't go anywhere without people right, making coming a move. up to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it always happens. My friend got so annoyed with me. I was at uh, Stagecoach a few weekends ago, and people kept coming up to me, and she's like, "Are you serious? Like this has got to stop." And I was like, "I'm sorry, I can't help it." Like, yeah, exactly. Put your hair in a hat right? and put yeah. glasses on, and exactly. like a celebrity that doesn't want <laughs> right? to be recognized, not to be seen. Yeah. <laughs> crazy but it's really fun it's definitely fun so what are your plans here in 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 la i mean you obviously came to hollywood you you mentioned theater and stuff what where do you see yourself i mean where would you like to see yourself i don't know five ten years from now i would really like to be somewhere in the cartoon voiceover realm that's definitely my thing you know i I used to do uh disney princess work as for an event company so i'm really used to like a lot of kids and all the fun entertainment and i really like doing different voices so that's definitely kind of where i see myself somewhere in the cartoon field wow that's very cool it's interesting you like that so it's like you'd be behind the scenes but uh, but voicing characters exactly and stuff. Yeah. wow so uh, I mean so is that what you're pursuing now I mean are yeah. you like finding jobs like that yeah that's kind of what I wanted to do and then when I came across the radio thing I was like this is a perfect way you know it's yeah. fun I get to talk and get to be myself so. yeah and, and make some voices too exactly you know? right you well, I'm into it <laughs> <laughs> don't know who will show up next yep it could be yeah. good <laughs> So, th- th- did you mention uh, stand up also? I mean, do you- um, I did that or- like in school. Like we would we would have to do tests where we would do like you'd have to do some stand up. Oh, okay. So you know, I'm really good at like uh, thinking like seeing someone and then reenacting them is kind of my thing. I like to do impersonations, so that's kind of my my thing. Cool. Like that. Yeah. But I mean, the, the, would you be able to to carry like uh like a I don't know a twenty minute forty minute thing in front of people that would be I think be, I could I think really? I could handle myself you'd have a lot of material and stuff I think I could do it really yeah, I think if you gave me a little time to warm up I think I could yeah. wow that's amazing <laughs> yeah it could so be good so do you do like open mics and things like that um, that's kind of what I'd like to get into I think that'd be really fun so. yeah just do it I mean there's like so many people uh, places in town where you can do it you yeah know? definitely and, and get yourself a following and all that and uh, and uh, Get yourself seen, yeah, and heard, you know. Yeah. That's the way to do it in this town. You got to be out. You can't stay at home, folks. You know, some people mm-hmm. are like, yeah, I'm an actor. I have no work. Well, do you do something about it? Mm-hmm. You know, it's not going to come to you. Yeah, but you got to try. Yeah. Uh, so now, are you going to do anything with theater too? Do you think you want to do theater, or you is that too? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I know a lot of the theater. There's so much great theater here, but there's also so much in uh, New York, and I think that'd be too far away from my family for my, yeah. <laughs> for my liking. So I don't know. I'm just kind of seeing where it takes me. You know, I'm just going to go for the ride and just see what happens. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. There's theater in New York, but there's a lot here too. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you know, so it's like so it's not Broadway or anything, but. 
but you could definitely make a career yeah, here if options. you wanted to. Yeah, definitely. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, theater is, is sort of like a dying art, but... Um, it is. I mean, I haven't been to the theater in, in years, you know? Mm-hmm. But some people like it, and it is cool. I remember when I used to go to plays when I'd be uh, when I was a kid. Uh, I'd love those, you know. They're yeah. cool. It's different because you see the actors right in front of you. Yeah, and it's just right there. You can't. Yeah, you can't it's live. It. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to ask. It's your birthday. Yeah. What kind of cake yes. are you gonna have? Oh, I don't know. We'll see what they surprise me with. Ooh. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, if it was up to me, the day would go by <laughs> uneventful, you know. But it's funny because already yesterday on Facebook, you, you know, you start to get happy birthdays the uh-huh. day before your birthday already, and that was fun. That's and my so parents fun. called me, and everybody calls, and 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 the day just started. So yeah, it'll be a nice day. Um, I'll be with family, probably with my daughter for lunch or oh, something. Good. And, and that and that's what it boils down to really. For me it's um when you realize when all the chips are down, it's family. Um uh, if you have a halfway decent family, then yes. then they are really the only ones you can count on and you know, friends come, friends go. Uh if you have a, a really good friend that's like family, you're extremely fortunate. Yes, definitely. But for the most part, uh family are the only ones you can count on, you know. Mm-hmm. To not turn their backs on you. Definitely. And like I said, you know, not every family is like that, but if your family is not particularly dysfunctional, you know, some <laughs> some some families they don't talk to each other. They yeah. hate each other. It's like how can you do that? It is terrible. You know? Yeah. Well, that's great. I'm excited for you. Yeah, thank you. So, um yeah, folks, I'm uh, I'm not I'm not proud of my age. I don't know. I don't know. I can't deal with it. <laughs> Take me away. <laughs> hey, you're like 56. That's a solid age. That's yeah, good. That's very still solid. young buck. That's solid good. my ass. Everybody you get to your 50s and you're old. That's no, what no. everybody thinks. No. Okay, still young. Well, yeah, no, that's true. That's true. And that's what I'm I'm going to do for the rest of my life is hang around young people and that's right? the fountain of youth. And of course, on that note, we'll also thank Kim uh Kimberly Palm for her uh fountain of youth. Uh get the book Conquering Stress. And uh, Cassie, thank you so much for joining. Thanks for having me. Joining me. I'm always (laughs) used to say joining us. Uh, Joining me for a great morning. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You're a lot of fun. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. And we'll see you probably tomorrow. Take care. Listening to Sam in the Morning, only on LA Talk Radio.